Floor is yours. Yeah. All right. This is the NASCAR or Burn Down NASCAR podcast. We are finally here. It's Daytona week. Excited. Uh, I just want to put it out there. Uh, Brian and I were father and son, and we just sit down every week and we discuss the week that was, the week coming up. We're not experts. Nobody's paying us. Uh, we do this all ourselves, and we do it just for fun, and we both love the sport, and that's what it is. So with that being said, um, we had the clash last week. Denny Hamlin wins, what, his fourth, third, fourth, whatever. No one cares. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I really hope they're done with the stadium, the whole spiel out on the West Coast. My opinion, my thought, I just, it's not working, so quit. Um, the only real thing that, to me, that came out of that was Logano and Gibbs getting into it, and I think they're equally to blame for whatever they were irritated about. Uh, Gibbs is letting him know that you might be the champion or a past champion times two, but I'm here to stay. So, um, I just wasn't impressed. Uh, viewership for the cl- uh, clash was way down, but that is, I'm not bashing NASCAR on that one. Uh, they had to make a, a decision. Moved it up a day, um, cleared out a lot of the leading up to events, you know, the the heat races. Well, it's going to happen again this weekend, so. Yeah, yeah, the weather's not looking too promising this weekend. Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, lots of rain. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, NASCAR only always seems to figure out a way to get it in. Um, it's not very often they have to move it to a different day, or but it is what it is, and and we'll see what they do about it. Uh, got a whole slate of races. Uh, as we are speaking, it is Wednesday, uh, Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to all those out there. Uh, tonight is pole qualifying. Front row Front qualifying. Row. qualifying. Right. T- top two on speed. And Hendricks has dominated for the last 10 years, so I don't see anything different, to be honest. I don't and see why anything why is different. Ryan Blaney, like, the favorite of everybody? Because he's a task champion. Is this how it always – the past champion is always the favorite going the next season. So it's like last year's Joey Logano. Doesn't matter. Ryan Blaney is a good speedway racer. He's always been up there, but he's never been able to finish. He's always pushing his teammate like Cindric he did in 2020 or whatever it was. He's always there. He's just never he's always he's always the bridesmaid, never the bride for the Daytona. So that's probably why. Uh well, you know 
jumping ahead here just a little bit, but because and then I want to pull it back. Um, Kyle Busch has never won at Daytona in 20 years. They're pushing that heavily on social media. Like, yep, they're, they're trying because, to compare because because it was uh Dale Earnhardt Sr. Yes, that didn't do it for 20 years and he's in the same supposed equipment so it's same owner not equipment i just thought that was interesting i I guess i realized it i just hadn't really thought about it uh i think it'd be cool to see kyle bush win it and he's another one he's been right up there a lot and never got it done um <laughs> so much to talk about. All right. Um let let's hit a couple of quick things that have caught my attention this week. And as I said, people, we're not professionals. We're just we just discuss. Uh what do you think about junior with no contract and it doesn't look like he's going to be on TV this year for NBC. Um, I heard that there is no contract, but he's, they're optimistic that they're going to get one. But I think before he was green, he didn't know what he was doing. Now he knows the process of the, like what it's been three years, four years, whatever it's been. He knows the process. He probably has needs and wants once in the booth and around him to make the product better instead of just being a plug-and-play greenhorn. Now he's not really a greenhorn. He knows what he's doing. So he's probably wants better this, better that. So he's probably negotiating behind the scenes. I expect him to be there, but I don't, I don't expect Burton to be there. Okay. Um, I have no opinion one way or the other on that. Uh. I think the whole NBC booth can be dramatically improved. Uh, I'm with you that I don't necessarily like Jeff Burton in there. I don't see any value that Steve Letart has. If anything, he's the Larry McReynolds of NBC, just the inside. He has a crew chief knowledge of the cars and whatnot. What, baby? But um, it, he has the knowledge. I just wish there was more, um, more. Uh, Hi, baby. Excitement in the in their um when they talk instead of they're just so monotone. Oh crap! Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, they're not. They're so monotone in the way like, okay. When they brought it up, um, I wa- I was watching uh, a something on YouTube, and they're talking about how the broadcasts have changed between then and now, and one of them is the excitement, is like excitement in the voice of like or like let's say you know the Denny Hamlin and Kyle, you know Kyle Larson incident, they don't get excited like they don't they don't try to make it exciting to watch like. If a crash is happening, oh no, what's going on? They're like, oh, there he is in the wall. Like, there's no excitement. And they're they're so monotone. Like the same thing with the Ross Chastain thing. Like, 
Jeff, if you watch the the video of the them doing it, Jeff Burton's pointing because he didn't want to cut off Burton or, or Junior. Look, oh, there he is, right in the wall. Like a video game move. They don't freak out. Like, oh my God, Jeff Burton. <laughs> he should have freaked out. Like, look at him. Sorry to cut you off, but look. Like, they don't have the excitement of... It the, was the move of the last 50 yeah, years. Yeah. There should have been yeah. a lot more. Yeah, don't get me wrong. They were excited, but, like, I don't know. I just... They haven't found the right combination in the booth is the best way to put it. Like they need, and they someone needs to get Junior out of his shell, be a little bit more exciting. Besides, the slide job or the slide job that they try to keep pushing all the time now. So I don't know. It's that's the only thing they have with Junior is the slide job that he got excited about when his first year. Other than that, there's yeah. nothing to it. And on the other hand, I'm really excited to see Harvick in the booth with the. Uh, Boyer. We'll see. And I, I know I'm I'm an outlier on this, but I like Boyer in the booth. I really do. He's just a country boy. And I love the way he talks. I love the way he narrates. I love the points that he brings up. Um, Harvick's more... Uh, I guess on the junior side where he doesn't get too excited about anything, but I think that Boyer can get him or bait him into getting a little more excited and saying things. Hi, sweetie. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see how they, how, how they're, they're tandem together, but I just want more excitement in the booth. I I agree, I, but you're asking to go back to the days of... Let's continue it. I'll be right back. All right. Uh, you know, Dale Jarrett and Ned Jarrett and Benny Parsons and all of that. And I just can't keep talking without looking at my granddaughter. You going to talk to me? <laughs> Oh my goodness. You gonna dance? Yeah. Stop on me. I tried. (laughs) (laughs) I was enjoying my granddaughter. But yeah, we've lost a lot of great broadcasters. uh, And I think you're right. I think they're kind of struggling to. They don't have the right good tandems right now. No, they don't. As much as we talk crap about Daryl Walter, Mary, Larry Mack, and whoever was in that, they, at least they had excitement in the booth back then, you know? They tried. Jeff Gordon, Tony Stewart. I, saw, I don't, well, I do know why this year, because Tony Stewart is full-time going dragging. full-time, yeah. dragging to be taking his wife's ride while she has their baby. Uh, I like Tony Stewart in the booth. Uh, 
Well, he's a no. He he's missed. he's a no bullshitter. If he's gonna call it out, like, well, that was a dumbass move. Like, what yeah. are you doing? So, like, that's that's why. So, hopefully, Kevin Harvick has that attitude because he he's been known to be like that. So, we'll see how that how that goes. We'll see. I'll still enjoy the race. Um, speaking of which, we got a bunch of them coming up. Um, like we said, tonight is pole qualifying or front row. The best of the two top speeds gets the pole, and the other one's outside. Tomorrow being Thursday the 15th, we have the twin 125s, the duels, whatever you want to call them. And uh, from that point, as they finish, I I think there's, what, five five people that might or that aren't in on charters and only one of them will go home. Yes. Okay. Maybe more because the 44 charter just came up and said they're trying to get in too. So I think that might be that more now. Yeah, but that they were saying, or you, I've seen on social media that it was going to be Greg Biffle. Well, he came out this week and said, no, there's some contractual issues from 2022. Uh, and I don't understand all of it, but he's, he's not going to, bottom line, he's not going to be there in the 44. I know who is. Who? J.J. Yelly. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, J.J. Yelly is driving the car. Okay. Uh, I, I don't have a list in front of me of, of the five possibilities that could go home. I know David Reagan is one of them. He's, he's driving uh, third entry for RFK. The number 60 car, I think he's in. Uh, Let me go for the one random cars that aren't charters. Is B- BJ McLeod, is that a charter? Number f- I, 78, I think it is. Uh, Zane Smith in the 71. Uh, Anthony Alfredo in the 62. David Reagan in the 60 RFK racing. I didn't know that. Yeah, I just said that. Oh, okay. Um... Justin Haley's in the 51. Rick Ware, which is Ar- is Roush, at- Roush Howard. Um, let's see. J.J. Yelly in the 44. Um, Kaz Gralla in the 36. Uh, Daniel Hemrick in the 31. And A.J. Almondigger in the 16. That looks like Okay, so those are the five. Of those five, who do you think won't make it? Probably J.J. Yaley or Anthony that, Alfredo. Those are those, I was thinking those, the same thing. Those two are the, you know, I'm not saying because it's just they're, they're last minute into those cars, those rides. You never know. Um, it's the twins. Like, they can easily race their way in, just lay back until the end of last and laps and push. So well, and it depends on the attrition during the one twenty fives too. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, yeah, those would be my two guesses. Listen to uh, on Sirius XM today midday show, and they had David Reagan on, and it was really interesting. 
um, to listen to him. He retired in 2019. Yeah, 2019. Um, from full-time racing. And he says it was, you know, family-related. He wanted to spend more time with his wife. And, uh, I got the hiccups now. With his wife and kids. Uh, he's never really left RFK as far as a part. He does sim racing. He does all kinds of R&D with them. Uh, but he said when they came to him with this package and asked him if he'd drive again, you know, for the 500. And I think what Brad is looking for is, you know, maybe a late race need a pusher for him or uh, pusher. busher. Uh, and with them calling out Blaney as like the favorite to win. And the Fords getting their new package this year because they screwed up so bad last year. I think you could see a Ford train at the front of the Ford's of always this. been powerful at super speeds, regardless. So I don't know where they're trying to say that they're. I don't know. I don't know where they're trying to get where they're saying they're not going to be good because they've always been good at super speedways. They just struggled at the mediocre, like the medium tracks, the short tracks. Super Speedway, Ford's always been good. They have. They haven't been bad. No. It just depends on whether somebody gets stupid or not. All right. Um, Bulldozer like Brad. Just... Pardon me? I said Bulldozer Brad. <laughs> Snowplow Brad, Bulldozer Brad. We'll see what happens. It'll be interesting, I think, whenever they do get it in. Uh, another thing caught my... There's 50 entries for the ARCA, which to me, the ARCA race is one of the best races of, of the weekend. I I just love watching the ARCA. And it's, you said, Saturday at 1.30. So that's clearly uh, leading up to the Xfinity race. You know, qualifying again if if they get it in. Uh, I love watching the Arca guys there. They're just like the truck guys. They're balls to the wall. They're all trying to prove. Well, there's something no time in those races to sit around and try to figure it out. You got to get to the front and stay in the front. So it's always it's just bare knuckle go. There's no yep. there's no time laying back in those races. No, you can't do that like you can in the 500. And make or up, even yeah. in the well, Xfinity. You, you, you could have a problem of a penalty or a tire and go lap down. You can have time in the Cup Series to bring it back. But in those races, you don't. You rarely have a chance to bring it, bring it back. I absolutely agree. Uh, few other little things. Um, Ross Chastain is going to try and enhance his driving ability doing partial trucks uh, for Nice Racing. I think that'll be interesting. Kyle Busch is also going to enter um, some truck races for Spire Sports. Yeah, since he no longer uh, owns trucks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Frankie Muniz. Yeah. What TV show was he in? I, Malcolm in the Middle. Malcolm in the Middle. You know the crazy part uh, is he never he doesn't remember any of it. He got like a concussion or something happened. He doesn't remember any of it. Nothing of that show. I did not know that. He there's something happened where he got a head injury or something. He doesn't remember any of doing that show. That's it. Isn't that crazy? That is nuts. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't remember doing any of it. Wow, he's turned out to be a good little racer. Yeah, he's been. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's been racing for not too long, but longer than what you think. But for a couple be, two I, years, he's been in and out yeah, doing things. Yeah, I think he's been out for two years of ARCA. Then they finally go into Ford performances back in him in Xfinity for the year. Yep. Uh, I'm pleased about that. Uh, all right. Let, this one I think you'll probably know a hell of a lot more about than I do. But it's come out on Junior's Dirty Mo podcast that he's tired of Hamlin. Tired of Hamlin? Yes. And is... I'm better than you? Attitude. Yes. I didn't. I didn't hear that, no. All right. I didn't watch it either. I just thought maybe I, I threw it in there because I thought maybe you'd know more about it because you do watch those podcasts. And I, I've, I been, I've been so busy at work, I haven't really had time to sit down on breaks to watch anything. So, no, I haven't seen that, heard that. I'm pretty sure it'll come up, but no, but I can see it. He's probably, you know, Junior is a race car driver, he's a fan, he's trying to help propel the sport, and he probably sees what Hamlin's doing is not helping the sport. As a fan, he's probably resenting him, but as a friend, he's like, bro, like he gets it. As an employee of Dirty Mo, he has a podcast with them, so he probably can't. So he's probably like, no, that's not working. What, baby? Uh, but no, he's he's probably as a as a, as a fan probably not liking it. But as a I don't know as a friend I don't know. It's he's like it's hard to tell him like don't do that. But it's you know Hamlin's dad told him to calm down. So we'll see how far that goes. Well, and didn't I thought I saw somewhere where <clears throat> Hamlin actually came out and said he's not going to use that. Yeah, Hamlin's dad texted him and said that's cringy. Stop doing it. So he's not going to do I, it. I, I beat your favorite driver, yeah. all of them. Yeah, enough's so he, enough. So Denny Hamlin says he's going to try to come up with something else to say in his interviews. Probably something just He as, just, just needs to go out there, shut his damn mouth, and drive his car. Well, he's so jealous of every other driver because they're liked and they're, you know, people are buying their gear and whatnot. Because I don't remember if you remember. It was probably two or three years ago in the in the chase or the, you know, the final 16, I think it was in the top eight, he got knocked out or something happened. And I forgot what it was. It was something, I, I want to say it was a confrontation between Denny Hamlin and uh, Alex Bowman when they had their little feud going. And they're questioning about, you know, what's going on with Denny. You know, Denny's like, because you know, everybody likes Chase Elliott. And everybody's like, what did Chase Elliott have to do anything? Like, so it was just, it was just, I had to find that interview. Even, like, everybody's like, what is he talking about Chase Elliott for? The, but I think it's resentment is really what it is. Because Denny Hamlin is a hell of a driver. 
But his attitude, what he has, I think it's built up resentment over the last 18, 20 years of he never really got the fan vote, so he's trying to play the villain card now. It's not going to work. Because he's not. That's, yeah. he's, 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 here, how do you be the villain? You do a Dale Earnhardt. You, you shut your mouth. You put your car, you know, spin him out. You don't say anything. Oh, well, just try to rattle his cage. That's how you deal with it. You don't say, well, I just beat your favorite driver. Like, if you want to be that route, do that route. But don't be nonchalant about it. Eh, just rattle his cage. There you go. That's what he needs to do. <laughs> Senior and Terry Labonte, Bristol. That's what I'm saying. I'll never, I remember that night. So I'm just saying, like, that's what he needs to do. I think he would gain a lot more fan support. I, he would if he wasn't so damn arrogant. And, and that's the problem with, with, with Denny Hamlin is I think he's, he feels like he deserves a lot more than what he's got. And my attitude is, is look, dude, you're driving for one of the top teams in the sport you own your own team and yeah. you're paired up with one of the biggest mega stars in sports history across all spectrum yeah you need to just shut up and kind of do like the jeff gordon it's like it doesn't matter what you say don't hurt me i'm i know yeah. what's what so hey kid all right let's cover up a little few more things we'll get on to some predictions um john hunter nemechek he's gonna race for gibbs in the xfinity uh 10 races the number 20 car he's part of the rotation out of that so i think he'll do well there uh another thing i kate popped up this week is because Camaro's going away. I see now Cadillac, talking about Cadillac. Cadillac. I seen those. I seen you know fan renders, and it actually looks good. But it's GM, so why not? I don't see the problem with it. The CTS fits fits better as a car. The Cadillac CTS fits better as a NASCAR because it's got a bulky body than the Camaro. The Camaro's not a bulky body. They built that car as a supercar now, and it wouldn't fit as a NASCAR yeah. model car. <laughs> so I, I i like what they're doing it's gm but it's it, it'll be weird saying the cadillac <laughs> the caddy <laughs> well i'm i'm just speaking personally my camaro's pretty bulky too that's so camaro he... that's a camaro not they have camaros but they're they're getting deactivating camaros it's going yeah so but they get rid of Camaros, they have to stop it in the in the Cup Series, so they have to switch to Corvette, and the Corvette isn't isn't stocky. No, Corvette anymore. won't. No, Corvette, Corvette so won't. what other car is there? You know what I'm saying? The Cobalt? Like... That's not going to no. work. So they, the, the only logical thing is the Cadillac CTS, which is a very high-class, fast car. Okay. I just, I wonder what you thought about that. I, it just, I, it's GM. I like it. I just make it look good. Yeah. Make it race good. Yeah. All right. One last thing I want to bring up. Uh, <laughs> rookies of the year. Your Barry, candidates. Josh Berry. Josh Berry. Uh, Josh Berry, Carson Hosevar, Kaz Grala, and Zane Smith. Oh, Kaz Grala is a full-time? 
That's what they're saying. That's surprising. Okay. No, um, Zane Smith will be up there. Host of our will be too. He needs to get out of his. He he's still green, but he did really well when he was filled in for the forty-two. That's why he got his ride. So, um, I still think Barry because he proved it in Hendrick stuff at least. Um, I agree with you. I think Josh Barry will be rookie of oh, the year. Yeah, and then if Hosevar will be who is the other one? Hosevar and. Zane Smith, Zane, I th- yeah, I, I think it'll be Barry Smith, Zane Smith, then Kosovar, and then Grala will be your okay. order. But that's just you know, off the top of my head. But like I said, Kosovar can go up there. He he proved he can he can race these cars. He's just got to get a little bit more comfortable with it. You want to go? Okay. All right, let's do a little bit of predicting here. Um, I want to, I've got a a couple of categories. For the 500, who's your dark horse? What's considered dark horse? Not a top-tier racer. Let me put it to you this way. The last two winners of the Daytona 500 have not made it into the the clash. Um, That's kind of what I would consider a a dark horse. Stenhouse and I think it was Sindrick, the last two winners. Dark horse for me? Would you consider this person a dark horse? Noah Gregson? Oh yeah. Absolutely. Okay, then I'll say Noah Gregson. His ten car looks sharp too. Have you seen the pictures of it? Yeah, black rifle coffee and all looks that. Sharp, yeah. I'm going with Barry. Josh Barry. Yeah, I guess technically <laughs> he is a dark horse. Uh, that's interesting. He posed it to Stuart Haas. Yep. Um, who do you think is gonna be this year? I was gonna go with like manufacturer, blah blah blah, but it doesn't matter. So who you if, choose, yeah, yeah. Uh, who do you think is gonna be? Because again, we're we're doing preseason predictions, so it's all up. Who do you think is gonna win the championship this year? Championship. Yeah. I was expecting that question. I thought you were going to say Daytona. Oh, we'll get there. <laughs> I don't want to pick the obvious, but if I'm going to really try to pick a ringer, like, I don't know, maybe, I don't, I want to say Kyle Larson, but that's not right, because he might be, Preoccupied with his indie stuff, but that's only one race. Man, um, I'll tell you who I'm picking for this year's champion Ross Chastain. Well, he needs to pick it up over last year because he they put him in a box. 
I think he's coming out of that box this year. He's going back to two years ago where, like, you don't like it, kiss my ass. I'm winning everything. I'm going to say Kyle Busch. He's second year in Childress. It's his second. He's got sponsorship. He's got the support. He's he's learned the system. He's got a year under the belt. It's his second year. I think I'll say Kyle Busch. That's not a bad pick. But we both went with Chevys for the championship. Yeah. Cause I want to. I, my heart says Chase Elliott or Larson, but like Chase Elliott needs to come out and prove he can win again. And Kyle Larson, like I said, he might be preoccupied with the Indy 500, but like as long as he gets a win, he's in the championship. And the Indy 500 after the, I don't know. So in my heart, I want to say that. But Kyle Busch, he got rid of his truck series. Like he's all. Like he's got rid of the his sports drink. Like he's concentrating 100 percent racing now. So we'll see. But I think Bush. I'll say Kyle Busch. Other than uh, his his boy, he's yeah. really him. All right. Winner of the 500? Alex Bowman. I think he's going to come out striking hot. I don't know why. It just, I have a feeling. I don't know. I don't know why. All right. So your dark horse is Gregson. Your winner is Bowman. My dark horse is Josh Berry. Oh. Like the thing is, it's one of those races anyone can win. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I'm going with Keselowski. Damn good. You know, he's also right on the edge after... Doing what he can we all last year with um, Busher. I don't. I don't see why not. How many times did he give it up last year? Oh yeah, Busher? yeah, a lot, a lot. He could have pushed easily, him out of the easily taken yep. one or two one of the one or two of those wins away. But he's being oh. a very he's thinking long term. So he's owner e- easily. Yeah, <laughs> it's my yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, easily. All right. I, like I said, I think we've kind of chewed it up good enough. I do want to promote um, the uh, Fantasy League on NASCAR.com. Go to Fantasy Live. Uh, Burn It Down NASCAR Podcasts. I've got it up on True NASCAR Fans. Um, We're on YouTube, supposedly. Yeah, I need to uh, uh, upload Quicker, but yes. No worries. And hopefully we start getting some traction and people start giving us some feedback. And I want to reiterate and emphasize, we are not professionals. We're just a a father and son that both enjoy the same sport and we like talking about it every week. We're not experts, but we have fun. So. With that, do you have anything else that you would like to bring up? Uh, no, I don't. I didn't see anything that was. I guess I can look real quick if anything, because knowing us, when we always do this, we get off and news pops <laughs> up. All right, I got one more. 
little prediction just because we I just thought about it because of what today is. Who you think is going to have the poll for the 500? Uh, it's one of the Hendrix cars. Um, Alex Bowman? <laughs> I thought I would say he's a winner and going to get it because that's not that's a juju. Uh, I think Bowman will be front row, if not pull. And I'll say with I'll say it was William Byron. He's gonna come out hot too. He's 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 P You're gonna say Byron? Byron, yeah, I'm gonna say Byron. I'm gonna say Larson. I wanna say Larson too, because he's also, you know, but we'll see how it goes. A lot of it's going to depend on their, and I haven't seen a list yet of the uh, uh, qualifying order. So that that's going to depend a lot of it. We're doing it at night. It's like at what eight eight thirty eight fifty. Yeah. So the the tracks. Yeah. So the track's going to be cold. Rubber put down's not going to be much. Uh, I don't know if you have an advantage going early versus last, but you know, the bottom line in all of this is Daytona's Daytona. It doesn't much matter where you start. All that qualifying is, is more or less uh pit selection. I know the order. I found the order. Oh, well, let's hear it. Notables. Uh, the notables. Carson Harsivar is number one. Alfredo is number two. Zane Smith is three. Um, let's see. Poor well, guys. Well, it looks like everybody who's not like a a regular is the first eight nine, and then it goes Nemechek, Herps, Dylan, Yaley. Uh, Hemrick, Gregson, LaJoy, Briscoe, Gralla, then Burton, Gilliland, Sindrick, Johnson, Jones, Hamlin, then Barry, Kozlowski, Stenhouse, Blaney, Larson, Logano, Byron, Reddick, Bell, Bowman, Gibbs, Bush, Elliott, Chastain, Busher, Truex, McDowell, Suarez, and then Wallace. Bubba's dead last? Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll leave that alone. <laughs> 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 I, I'm very interested too to see how uh, Jimmy Johnson does. Well, it's gonna be uh, interesting with the new, the new. Well, tomorrow with the twins. With I want to see how it, these cars react with the new noses that Toyota and Ford's got. So yeah. Well, they're correcting an error from last year. They both chose the wrong package because all three of them. Chevy, Toyota, and Ford, they had a couple of different choices they could make, but they had to stick with it for the year, and it's like Chevy was the only, even though Blaney and a Ford won the championship, um, throughout the year, performance was way below. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way below what they heavily want. It was Chevy yeah. versus the other two, but. All right, man. Um. I really got nothing else. I mean, we're all just sitting here waiting on everything to happen. Yeah, three hours is the uh, qualifying starts in three hours. Yep. 
So, unless you got anything else, I'm pretty much done with it. Yeah, Other than here. looking at my beautiful granddaughter there. What's up, baby? What? What is that? Where's it go? Like that? There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but yeah, nothing. Um, I was trying to think if there was, there's no other news, but it's, like, it's just it's just media day today, and there's nothing that came out that was like nothing or shit. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, nothing that made headlines. All right. I just don't want Denny Hamlin to win. I, he someone needs to take him out early. Or him break a transmission like you did last year or the year before. I can't remember. I agree with you. <laughs> he just needs to be. I love those memes after last year. Pictures look like me. Still waiting for a championship. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Everybody, like I said, uh, check us out. Uh, join our league. Uh, go to True NASCAR fans on Facebook, and let's have fun this year. Did you shout out the uh, Fantasy League at any point? I don't remember if you did or not. I think I did. Uh, do it again, NASCAR.com. Click on Fantasy Live. Search for Burn It Down NASCAR Podcast and, and join us. And usually that <laughs> the links are always in the description somewhere. Wherever this yeah. is, these are posted, so they're there. You just gotta click them. Yep, it doesn't cost you anything, and just gotta be consistent. You miss a week, you're gonna be hurting. You have to be yep. on it every week. And we'll, if we get some people joining us, uh, we'll we'll talk about it every week. Yep, and it so. depends if we get enough prizes may be introduced. So, yes, absolutely. So, all right. I am done. Again, I'm Dave. This is Brian to my le my left as I'm looking at it. And yeah. we're just father and son that like talking about NASCAR. So hope you guys enjoy it.